You're listening to the Driving Confidence Podcast for drivers who want to be calm and confident on the road. We will be sharing tips, stories and advice to beat driving nerves and anxiety and build your driving confidence. Whether you are just starting out as a learner or have had your driving license for years, if you want to transform how you feel about driving, this podcast is for you. In this episode, we got some inspiration from a recent road trip that we did where we were traveling up the motorway up to Scotland. And obviously, we had lots of experiences on the way, didn't we, Kev? I think you can call it experiences. We watched and observed lots of different types of drivers on the motorway. We did. And there were two experiences that really stood out for us. And it was to do with what lane you're on in the motorway. And we saw two very different examples, but actually neither were ideal or recommended. No. And I suppose the first one, and it's, it's, I suppose I could call it a pet hate, is people that just stay in the middle lane or lane two, whatever you want to call it. It's it's the people that just stay in that lane and they're only doing 60 miles an hour. Yeah. You know, and we had one of these people and it was a little bit busy behind us. It was clear in front and we had to go from lane number one. We had to overtake this car, but it made it really hard because there was cars going faster and we had to go from lane number one to lane number two. We had to slow down. Yeah allow cars to overtake us which is it is okay and then we had to accelerate overtake him and come back all the way over to lane number one again yeah you know and for me it's it's like what what was the reason that person was staying in lane number two yeah now i being the passenger i was able to have a little look at the driver and Bless him. He wasn't he wasn't young, he wasn't old, he was somewhere in the middle, but oh my god, he looked terrified. And his body language was gripping the steering wheel, his shoulders were up by his ears, he was just looking straight ahead, so completely tunnel vision for his lane, not looking at anybody else, and he looked terrified. Yeah, he didn't look he wasn't showing any confidence at all and that showed potentially in the way he was driving you know for me it's about rules i suppose because that's what i do and you know he was staying in lane number two but unaware of everything around him and i won't say chaos but the confusion he was causing because again we had to go from lane number one to two to three back to two back to one but other people were coming up close behind us because this car was going so slow and there was nobody in lane number one so he wasn't overtaking anybody and of course what this means is some people like us follow the rules and will go lane one lane two lane three lane two lane one but lots of people don't bother they will just go straight up and undertake him in lane one and this is where the chaos comes in and i could see why he was terrified because he wasn't going very fast we always go to the speed limit so my guess is that he was doing something around 55 i would have said about 55 um somewhere in the 50s which means that even the lorries were going faster than him. <laughs> yeah. 
And so when you've got all this traffic going at speed, potentially on either side of you, it sort of makes your car rattle and (laughs) everything's coming up fast behind you. I'm guessing that the reason he was driving in the middle lane was he felt that he was safe there, that he didn't have to overtake anything maybe. Maybe, I'm making assumptions here, but maybe his thoughts were, if I go in lane two, I won't have to change lanes at all and that will be easier for me. But actually, it was having the opposite effect. It was making the journey more terrifying. He would have been a lot happier driving in lane one and then overtaking anybody that just happened to be going slower than him and yeah i mean my my thoughts were has this person been trained on motorways you know has this person actually driven on a motorway was this his first time driving and he's just gone onto a motorway without realizing the rules or having the confidence to drive faster i don't we don't know no but it from his body language and his driving behavior i would suggest that it was almost alien to him to do that Whereas if he had training, he would have found out that you can just stay in lane number one and probably doing his 55, 60, and he would have been fine. Yep, absolutely. So if you are one of those people that stay in the middle lane because it's a bit scary, get some lessons, you know, get some refresher lessons. We have loads of people come on this podcast or give send us messages saying that they are taking refresher lessons because they've never been trained on a motorway or they were trained ages ago and now they need to drive on a motorway and things have got a lot busier. So my little tip is just seek some advice. Even if you ask someone, what should I be doing? What lane should I do? What lane should I be in? What is the etiquette of driving on a road or a motorway, should I say? And if you are somebody who drives in lane two, drives in the middle lane, have a think about what your reasons are. What is the reason behind it? And if the reason behind it is to do with nerves, anxiety, being scared, then our suggestion is that actually driving in the middle lane is probably making those nerves and anxiety worse. I can guarantee that that particular driver has now firmly reinforced his hate of driving on the motorways because that journey did not look pleasant. No, not at all. Not at all. And he's probably going to get to the end of his journey absolutely shattered. Yeah, oh, definitely. Definitely. However far he's gone. I'm not sure how far he was going, but it was just something that we noticed. That was the one one of the drivers. One of uh, the drivers. I'm just going to jump in here to let you know about our Drive Calm journal. We've created a 12-week prompt journal to support our listeners to take action and improve driving confidence. The journal includes questions, prompts and exercises to create an action plan and an opportunity for reflection afterwards. Search Drive Calm on Amazon to take a look. We hope it helps. And then really quickly, I think within half an hour or so, we saw the opposite. Yeah, we we saw someone sticking to the speed limits. You know, he wasn't speeding at all. But what he was doing, or should I say what he wasn't doing, was planning. And what he was doing, he was overtaking people, coming back in, overtaking people. But in between all that, he was harsh braking because he was getting really close to people. So he'd get close to people before overtaking them, and then he would overtake them 
and then pull back in really quickly. Yeah, and so he was lane dancing, wasn't he? So he was he was following the rules. If I if I'm not overtaking anyone, I must be in lane one. But actually, he was diving in, dancing into lane one. When if he'd been looking ahead, he'd have seen that actually, oh look, I'm going to be in lane one for thirty seconds, and then I'm going to have to pull out again. So he wasn't planning. He wasn't looking far enough ahead, and he was lane dancing. That's the only way I can describe it. Is that a term? I don't know, but we use it. Lane diving, lane dancing, I don't know. But it, it was, again, very stressful for him and quite stressful for us to watch because we were like, whoa, what's he going to do now? Well, it was it was quite interesting for us because we was we were doing the same speeds as him, but we never touched the brakes. And we was able to overtake, but also come back again. And this person was, I don't know whether he was trying to show people what lane they should be in. Maybe it was that, maybe it wasn't, I don't know. That was the feeling I got. The feeling I got was that he was trying to make a point, that it felt like he was trying to make a point to other people that, look, you're not overtaking anyone. There's a gap you can fit in. You should be in it. But actually, if it's, it's got to be longer than a, a car's gap to go into it. It needs to be worth your while, doesn't it? I mean, you mentioned 30 seconds. It wasn't even 30 seconds. He was in that gap for about five seconds and then had and to... And then pull. out again. And it was it was very strange. And I don't know, you know, unless we could actually talk to that driver, I don't know his reasons. But it was like, what's happening here? It made us think about, okay, let's stay back from this person. Yeah. Let's give him some more room other than the room that we'd give in anyway but let's just be a little bit more careful cautious with this person because it was unpredictable and i think that's a, a great word for him he was just so unpredictable about what he was doing yeah you didn't know what he was going to do next because he was just darting in and out of spaces that didn't make sense and we talk a lot about anticipating what's going to happen there was none of that with this driver and if you can't anticipate someone, give yourself more room. Yeah. Just make sure that one being extra cautious. We're not being a danger. We're not slowing right down. I'm just going to be making sure I give him extra space. Potentially start thinking about, yeah, he's, he's not seeing that lorry up there. He's going to pull out again. But he was making the decisions very late. His signal was very, very late. And, you know, you had to decide what speed he was doing in relation to the others to decide what he was going to do because he was leaving things so late and it just made it very confusing for, for lots of people. Yeah. So we gave advice for the early driver about nerves and anxiety. This one clearly didn't have any nerves and anxiety, but wasn't looking far enough ahead, wasn't planning for the next steps. No. So that would be our advice to this driver. Yeah, is how far are you looking ahead? What's happening? Are you anticipating your speed compared to the others? And then can you make those decisions earlier so that you don't have to really steer on the motorway? You just touch the steering wheel, it'll move at those speeds that we're doing. And your journey becomes a lot less stressful. Yeah. And you don't have to dart into every single gap. No, no, not at all. 
But we just thought we would share that with you. And again, next time you're out driving or you are watching, have a look at people. You know, are, can you anticipate what they're going to do? You know, what's the reason for them staying in that lane? You know, is it knowledge they just don't know? Or is it that they feel safer? Have a look at people that might be doing the unpredictable things. Yeah. And always give yourself enough space so that if you can't predict what they're going to do, you have time to make decisions as and when you need to. Exactly. Space and time. Great. So I hope that sharing our experience is helpful for you. Maybe we've picked up on one of your pet hates as well. Let us know. Our contact details are in the show notes as always. And so until next time, have a great day, whatever you're doing. If you have enjoyed our podcast, did you know we can also help you get back on the road to driving confidence? If you want to have the feeling of being safe, be able to go shopping without relying on public transport, create more time in your daily schedule, become a confident driver, visit friends or relatives that live further away, drive to and from places of work, feel safer when driving on faster roads, then our coaching packages will help you create the easy to follow action plan to your driving confidence. Using our unique Drive Calm system within our coaching sessions, backed up by the free access to the Confident Drivers website and all the wonderful tools and techniques it has to offer, you will feel confident that you can take that first step in getting back driving. So if you'd like to find out more information, go to the Confident Drivers website. Thank you for listening. Find out about the different ways that you can work with us on our website, www.confidentdrivers.co.uk and begin to transform the way you feel about driving.